Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, besties, and welcome to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. It's a nice, rare weekend where Craig and I are, or a rare week where Craig and I are both home in Charleston. I got to tell you, feels nice. So yes, of course, I'm joined by Craig Conover sitting at in his living room in Charleston. Nick is in Virginia, and I am also in Charleston in my office. And what's up, guys? How are we doing? How's everyone feeling after the weekend, after Phoenix? Good. Good to be home in Charleston. It feels unusually cold, but I think it's a cold front. Even though it's only like 51 degrees, I do have the fire going. But Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Today was really sheer. It was a really shitty cold day, just like a wet day all day long. Which went to the gym, we saw Shep. Um, went to the gym. We that uh, felt good. That felt. It's so funny good. you just Austin just asked if I wanted to talk about the weekend I had because I didn't post. I'm on this new like reels kick, um, and I have been working on this video of us hiking for days now and i'm really fighting my you know ocd or procrastination or whatever mental illness i disorder whatever i am challenged by wherever i am on that uh list of things it blocks me in picking clips we are on the spectrum yeah so um i have a really cool one hiking and then when i was at so i went out to um it was near Lake Marion, actually, which I did not know where Lake Marion was. So you go down 26 to 95, get off on 95, and like five minutes past there, my buddy, um, Brandon and his wife, Caroline, they have family land, like 250 acres left. And talk about a version of paradise um, in my book. And... It was my college best friends. It'll be, you know, Austin knows these guys. Like, you know, he'll he'll be with them with the groomsmen and the wedding one day. Um, But we, I pull down this dirt path after going to this country gas station. And I'm like driving, I'm driving. And like a mile down the road, there's just this like brand new pole barn looking house. And all my friends' vehicles, it was like the grown-up version of seeing your friends' bikes out front. And I pull up, and I look over to the right, and they've got a fire going. My friend Kyle is roasting oysters. And you can see that there's boxes of clay pigeons on the back of some of the trucks. And I let my country flag fly. I took all of the fireworks from my garage out there. Um, that are too big to ever let off in my like community. Um, and I bought us a little clay pigeon shooter and we ate oysters and then we set up the clay pigeon shooter and everyone brought their shotguns. Um, I do not have a shotgun, but we had like all different types and it was just awesome. And then we went and shot, um, one of my friends had an AR 15 and he has like that. We had steel, um, targets in another area of the land. 
And so we shot that and then we shot handguns, which I was not, I'm not great. I don't have any experience with a handgun. It's actually a lot harder to be accurate with a handgun than most people would expect. Have you ever shot a handgun? Yeah, man, you were there actually. We, uh, we, we were at Shep's hunting cabin and we set up like a box and the box was like, you know, 20 feet away, right? Like it wasn't even maybe that far away. And Shep was like, it's actually really, really tough to, you know, aim this. And I just, you know, emptied the clip and I think like I grazed the box once, you know, I was like, oh yeah, this is every difficult millimeter of turning you know equals feet nick you're shaking your head do you have pistol experience oh yeah no i was just laughing yeah my uh cousin has a place down in north carolina and i got buddies out here um that they sh- we shoot all type of shit like that we'll just go out well we'll a fire well craig man i have a question not not that you really have have to do much like explaining on on to why it was paradise but why why you know, was it, was it just because it was like, you mean all your buddies, but like you basically described it as being paradise prior to getting there. Is it just because yeah. it was just like a country and kind of, you know, out there and like, you knew that you weren't going to have to deal, you know, with anybody but buddies. No, I can see how that's a good guess. It was the isolation was so cool of having this feeling that I was like, I can do whatever I want here. Mm-hmm. And no one can tell me not to. Like it was kind yeah. of like, Did like you buy it dip was. Cans? Did you buy dip cans, man? Were you dipping the whole weekend? Everyone was, but I don't dip anymore. So yeah. no. yeah. um, we had yeah, Red yeah. Man like, out there. Man, I don't dip either. But like, if I was there, I feel like I'd be like, "Fuck it, let's." Throw I kept in some looking shoes. at the Red Man. Um, it was just like a. It was a. It was a good old fashioned. Like I don't want to say guys' day because girls couldn't do enjoy it too but like that's what it was so I'll, I'll walk you through it so with the handguns though i in my head no like i wanted to be able to pick up a handgun and know how to do everything with it so i was like sean walk me through it because he carries now because of his like job and so we just started with the gun on the table and now like I, and they had multiple handguns. Like I feel comfortable grabbing any handgun, like checking if there's a round in, like clearing it, putting it back down, loading it, racking it, you know, putting it around in the chamber and then knowing where like the safety is and all of that. So that was my goal. Are you going to um, get a gun, Craig? Uh, I don't like people knowing if I have guns or not because I yeah, feel like if I don't have guns, I'm going to become a target. And if I do have guns, that's fine. So if I had yeah. a lot of guns, I would tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, to be honest, I was never going to. Um, it, it all had to do with my drinking journey. And I, I'm, I've come to a comfortable spot now. No, man, that's totally fair. That's totally fair, man. There was like a long period in my life where I was like, I am not going to get a gun. I'm not going to get a gun because I don't trust myself, you know, with one that like I'd come back from the bar drunk or something and be like, look at this thing. And like, you know, pop off outside my house or something stupid as shit like that. I know Nick, I mean, 
like you're shaking no, your head, but like yeah. it's true, and that's the reason that I never got one, you know. No, and now I'm I, laughing because I had a friend do exactly this in college. Okay, no right, that's right, why. and so you know, being you know responsible, being a, a responsible gun owner is is you know very like important if if you're gonna have one. So I mean, if I did get one, which I'm talking about it. You know, it'd be under lock and key and, and you know, in a safe, I guess, where I'd have to like, you know, use my fingerprint or something. And, well, like and, blacking and out, that'd be that. Blacking out is dangerous enough. Like, you don't need to add weapons to the equation. And so, right. about a year ago, I finally got comfortable with my drinking. Um, but like, I had a night where Paige had been here for like two weeks and left. And it's the only time this has ever happened and I was sober, but my security system malfunctioned. I have no idea what happened, but it went off. And in that moment of finally being like She was a there, non insane or no, no she, she wasn't there. So I was by myself. And in that moment, not being like a fucking, you know, drinking every like being of complete sober mind. I was like, there is no reason that I don't have something to defend myself with. Like I have, you know, I had a knife, you know, and I was like, uh, th yeah. like this is not, I, I'm way too sober for this. Like, this is crazy. No, and man. So, I, I mean, imagine, I don't think that I'd be able to stab a home intruder, you know, I mean, unless, I mean, obviously I was like very, very threatened, but like the thought of putting a knife I would slit his to somebody seems so fast. fucking crazy. Well, but also to get that close is dangerous, yes. right? Yeah. Like they, they most likely have like, mm, a weapon. And I'd miss and they'd, you know, punch me in the face or something. I'd be like, stupid knife. And then they'd have my knife. So, yeah, and exactly. And so I looked up, um, I was like, there's got to be something between a knife and a gun, you know? Did and you so spring there's to action, not by the way? That's a what? question. Did you spring to action or did you freeze in bed or, you know, wherever you were? when like so, went off were you like oh fuck i'm just gonna hide under the covers and hope they go away or did you jump up it's a great question uh it was in the middle of the two i froze and then i worked it out in my head probably it seemed longer than what it was but probably a second or two you know your brain's firing so fast that i was like you need to get up now and yeah. so like yes i froze but then i got up and i got my like you know, bedside knife and I had to clear the house and I was like, next time this ever fucking happens, I want to have a fucking firearm in my hand. And so I looked up, um, non-lethal guns and there is a huge market for it and you could actually get it on Amazon and they shoot non-lethal rounds. But I will tell you this, if you get hit with one of those motherfuckers, you are not <laughs> you're not going to continue to walk in that direction. Right. Dude, um, what is it? Like a rubber bullet you're saying? They're, they're, ball, they're yeah. hard plastic. Like, it's like getting shot with a bouncy ball, or like a lot of them, but like it coming out insanely well, fast. No, there's right. nothing bouncy about the ones that I have. They well, are. I'm just saying it's a, it's, it's a hard freaking thing that's coming at you, but it's not going to kill you. It's just going to put you on yeah. your ass. I mean, if you held it to someone's head, it might. But yes, they're less than lethal, is what they're and called. you can get the ones with like mace inside them, like paintball yeah. guns and stuff. So it was a good start. It looks like, like a gun, kind of what I want. I kind of want like a paintball gun, so it's CO2, yeah, it's like, CO2 operated, <laughs> it's CO2 operated. It feels like a regular gun, um, it sounds like a gun, but it's non lethal in case 
you're not ready, you know, if you're not ready to give up, you know, to, to harness that responsibility. Um, and it allowed me to teach Paige. Like Paige is very comfortable with that gun now. Really? She knows how to handle it. She knows how to load it. She knows how to Where clear it. Where do you it. shoot it, man? Do you shoot it in the backyard? Yeah. Nice. I don't, don't anymore, but because it's more powerful than I thought. But uh, we, there's training ones that come with it, like water filled. Um, so like one time something happened where like she called me and she was scared about something. And I said, do you want to go get the gun? And she said, yeah. And I was proud of her. And so she went and she got it and she knew it's a great starter gun. Um, anyway, so I am now ready to move on to the next thing. And so being at the farm and putting so much, like we did our own safety briefing, just hanging. So we shot the handguns. Um, and then we went back to the house, got the fire going, put up a projector on the side of the barn and watched the basketball games and just hung out Austin and Nick and like lit the fireworks. And it was like a big kids, um, a big kids like hangout. And then it's everyone had a camp. bed, you know? So I would yeah. love to buy land like that and just build like, like I would have four wheelers out there yeah, man, we actually we actually talked about this on our hike. Someone asked you, Craig, if 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 you think that you could live off grid for like a hundred days, and Craig didn't even hesitate. He was like, "Absolutely," but I I would need like a four wheeler and this and that, and like it kind of made me laugh because I was like, "Yeah, man, I would just need you know high speed internet and you know like a freaking you know pull down projection screen and a couple of four wheelers." <laughs> Well, I think that's I think the internet's the kicker because or service or TV because this house that we stayed at even though we were in the middle of nowhere and I like that you could look to the four corners of the property and not see anyone else there was just I don't know there was a feeling of isolation um, I like that. except we did shoot guns for like eight hours straight I was like Homeland's gonna show up at some point and be like what the fuck are you guys doing um, but they had a 70 inch TV inside and so you didn't feel like you were too isolated. Like, I don't know you. It was kind of like the best of both worlds. Um, Just living in the country. Yeah. I was living in the country. Awesome. Yeah. You should awesome. come out next time. But, yeah, uh, Oh, yeah. and we smoked. I took my old, he, I gave my old Traeger to my friend Brandon. And so we smoked meats and that's what we ate. Um, but in case you've been listening to this and in case you plan on robbing my house, I now have, a plethora of firearms to protect myself. So don't break into my house, uh, but we'll take a break and we'll be right back from these commercial breaks. Ever wished there were more than 24 hours in a day because same luckily chomps knows real life demands, real ingredients. That's why they make healthy snacks. Perfect for life on the go. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with chomps. Every bite is bursting with bold flavor and comes in a variety of flavors for everyone. With zero sugar, up to 12 grams of protein, and chompable flavors, you can take bigger, bolder, and better bites every time. Chomps are simply made with natural ingredients you can feel good about. They're filled with the highest quality, sustainably sourced, 100% grass-fed meat, so you can feel good about what you're snacking on. 
Chompsticks comes in nine delicious, bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone. Or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. That's my favorite. With thousands of five-star reviews, snackers around the world have satisfied their hunger cravings with Chomps. Even better, you can order online and have them delivered straight to your door, which is what I take a lot of advantage of. You can even subscribe for ongoing savings. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash pillows and beer. Go to chomps.com slash pillows and beer to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's chomps, C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash pillows and beer. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined with Austin Kroll and Nick Norris. Um, check out pillowsandbeer.com for all things happening, Pillows and Beer, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch these videos. We love seeing your comments and getting our subscribers up on YouTube. And one day, I promise we will do the things that we said we were going to do, which we did start with a hike, and we will have a video of that hike for the YouTube channel. I am very impressed. <clears throat> now, Craig and I are one for 25 on things that we say that we're going to do, but don't do on this podcast. And we said that we were going to go on the hike, and I got some DMs from people being like, y'all are not going to go on a hike. And we went on <laughs> quite the I, um, strenuous hike. I want to hear about your uh, weekend, Austin, but I kind of want to wrap. I, I've talked too much about it, but the farm, I could see myself. I, I, I One of my goals is to have like a homestead one day, like a farm and stuff, but I don't want to rough it. I just want to be able to enjoy kind of a country home, if you will. I think. Yeah. I, like I mean, life. look, <clears throat> I think that, you know, there's something to be said for every time that you, like we go and do something cool and stay somewhere sweet at this at this point in our life it's very tough to like not be like i want something like this i mean it's very tough to not be like you know what you know so i went to indy and i went to indianapolis after phoenix as you went out to your friend's farm and even when i was there i was like i wonder what uh even property costs out here you know it's probably kind of lucrative to you know to to buy some rental thing because you know the super bowl comes out here like march madness games the national championship and things like that and and i don't know i mean it's easy to i'm not going to buy property in you know indy but well what's it look I like i had like a beer or two i was like hmm i'm curious so i'm gonna look up some of this stuff on zillow and like that's just kind of what happens these days what about um, it though like i'm saying i i've never been to indianapolis so mm -hmm, i don't even know mm -hmm. what you're looking at when you're like oh this would be cool to have um <clears throat> i was just looking at these houses on massachusetts avenue which is like their version of king street right and so some you know and there were all sorts of like um apartment buildings but then there were these homes um, I don't even know kind of how to describe what like what part of the country that I could compare these kind of homes to, but um, I didn't spend much time out in Indianapolis. So for all those listening, I went out there to visit a very good girlfriend of mine who had just moved there, Alexandra, and y'all might remember her from season whatever. When I when I had my trap party, she is my blonde friend 
my hilarious blonde friend that came into town for those parties. I filmed with her a few times. Anyway, she had just kind of moved out there and she was homesick. And so I was like, you know what? I actually have the weekend free and I'm in Phoenix flying from West coast to East coast. Why don't I just come to, you know, Indy and, um, this great hotel out there, which thank you to Nick for helping to set up, uh, the bottle works hotel was just such a cool spot. And they gave me a great room and we went to dinner. So we went to like a halls type dinner, Craig on Friday night at this very prominent steak joint called St. Well, that's Elmo's. what you're looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was super, I'm excited for that. I mean, like I flew there, you know, I, yes, yes. Um, I was very excited for this portion of the trip. And so you saw me, Craig, eating those, uh, eating those shrimp. Um, the cocktail sauce on the shrimp is like sinus clearing to say the least. They're famous for it. It was wonderful. We had some laugh, man. But basically every night, man, we just ended it early and went back to the room and just watched freaking movies and just laughed and you know caught up and drank wine and that's the whole reason that i was there was just to you know hang out it wasn't to like you know let's go check out the bar scene i could have cared well, have you ever less been there? About, you know going out no no but um you know and why is she, she checked there? out some stuff she moved there for uh, a job about three or so months ago so she's just kind of getting acclimated and had texted me earlier in the week being like, I miss my friends, man. And I was like, you know what? Perfect timing. So um, we just had a lot of laughs. We went to this awesome place. So I was in the Bottle Works district, which is on like the lower end of Massachusetts Avenue. And there's this cool spot called The Garage. And it's just like a bunch of, um, you know, independent food, food vendors, and bars and things like that, you know, in this, in this one big space. And so we went in there and, you know, we'd have some drinks, man. But once again, dude, this was right across the street from the hotel. So we didn't venture far from the hotel during the whole stay, but it was a very, very cool, uh, and like hip sort of area. Um, I was impressed. I was impressed by it. Um, I had a lot of fun and shout out to bottle works. Letting me stay there. Um, I think that we should do a pillows and beer show there, Craig, because I got a lot of DMs being like, why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? You should come here with pillows and beer. Why are you here? What was and the I best think... thing you ate? Um, oh my gosh. Okay. And so there was this like Asian fusion spot attached to the hotel actually, which, which we ate on Saturday night. I had some pork, pork soup dumplings and I ended up getting, you know, these yakisoba noodles with chicken. It, it, it was delicious. So yeah, the best thing I ate was an Asian fusion place, which I know that you probably wouldn't think of that or like associate an Asian fusion spot with Indianapolis, but it was quite delicious. And it's the restaurant that's attached to bottle work. So for those of you that live in Indy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was quite tasty. We sat at the bar. Um, everyone there was so nice. It was great. That's what we've got. Um, you know, if I could pick anywhere to watch the Super Bowl, it would be at a steakhouse bar. Um, yeah. I mean, plenty of them out there. Yeah. You know, what if you've ever been to Hall's, 
I could sit right in the middle of that main bar for the Super Bowl, not the back bar, the main bar, and I would just eat apps and look forward to the fact that I had more food coming and wine. And I think that's my. Whitney and I have done it before, man, for playoff games. Like we have been posted up at those like middle sort of high tops in the bar area that you're talking about and we have posted up there and watch football for like you know three or four hours and it's exactly what you just described it was the best it was so fun i do not have plans though um we'll take a break and we'll be right back you know that that's the sound of another sale on your online shopify store but did you know shopify powers selling in person too that's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. That's what we used at BravoCon. That's what we use anywhere we have a pop-up shop. Shopify will always be part of my core, core, core story with Sewing Down South, it I have an incredible memory from the night that I donated all the, or basically donated pillow sales uh, to Hurricane Dorian, and all night we listened to the cash register sound go up on Shopify's app, and I got to track how many people were buying from different parts of the country and the whole world. Like all the features in Shopify are just, it's really fun to have on your phone, and it's really great that you can use it across all facets of your business. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pillows and beer, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com, that's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash pillows and beer to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash pillows and beer. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined with Austin Kroll and Nick Norris. I will be in New York City because this week I'm going to do stuff in Charleston, which having four, three, four days here is a blessing. Um, Absolutely. And then I'm going to go to New York, though. I'm actually going to go to my first Knicks game. Um did Jared hook it up? Are you sitting courtside? I do not know what I'm doing, but I'm going with my good friend Ben Soffer, uh for like boy with no job and his friend. Um, um is his friend Josh? <laughs> no. No, I'm not being candid with this. It's his friend's a banker. Uh he oh, was okay, just like, Do you want to go? Because the page has fashion week stuff. Um, yeah. and my birthday's Friday. So he was, I was like, Hey, like I'm going to be in the city. Um, let's hang. No, that would be fun to go with Josh. Though, but Josh lives in LA. Um, oh, I didn't know that. we were talking about, uh, Josh Peck, but, um, and shout out to the good guys podcast. Ben will be on here so- soon. Um, so I'm going to go to a basketball game, I guess. And then, um, I don't know. Pro sporting events are so fun, man. Pro sporting events, you know, basketball, you know, hockey. It's just a lot of fun. I've only been to one games. basketball game. Two. Basketball. I've been to a, a Nets game in Brooklyn, and I went to the Portland team's game, but I was in a skybox. 
Who is the port? Oh, oh, the Trailblazers. 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 Um, basketball games are fun. Okay, well that'll be fun. Wait, are you doing that on Friday, Craig? Thursday. Then Thursday. Friday on my birthday, Paige has commitments. So really, yeah. But I'm I've been working this out in my head. I'm not a big birthday person but this year i'm been saying it a lot i've been using it to like be like well it's my birthday i want to celebrate my birthday so we're gonna piecemeal the weekend where like i might just go down to you know the local shop and buy some stuff and eat it all because thursday i was gonna say all right let's hang you know for my birthday but then i got this basketball invite and then saturday um you know Whatever we don't have set plans. I'm but. the same way, by the way, Craig. I'm the same way, man. With birthdays, I get I get weird about it, man, because I don't want someone or people to do you know something just for me. So like, I get I get weird about it. I'm like, I don't I don't want like a thing. I just, I just like, want to get I out, hang out with the like. So the farm thing was my birthday for my friends, which I was like, there's nothing more that I could ask for than this. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I would have, I would love to hang out with a couple people on my birthday. You know, like if we, if you guys were up there and like, you know, go out, but I, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. But the, the super, like, oh, she got me an espresso maker that I've always wanted. She sent it to me and I, she's weird with dates. I was like, I can't wait to open your birthday present. She was like, then open it. What are you waiting for? And I was like, I was waiting for my, like to get get closer to my birthday. And she's like, but you already have your present. So just open it. (laughs) That's, that's funny, man. I'm, I'm that same way where I'm like, no, I'm going to wait on my birthday. And Paige is like, Craig, just shut up and open your present. It's already there. And you're like, okay. I was like trying to be, ceremonial um you know so i'm gonna be spending my birthday in new york i don't know what i'm gonna be doing yet but super bowl is like are do you do you have to feel guilty if you don't do anything for it what if you just stayed home i think um i think that super bowl i don't want to do like i don't want to go out for it but I do want to eat foods that are synonymous with the Super Bowl, right? So it's like I want, you know, the wings. I want, you know, the chili. I want, you know, the dips. I want the things. That's what I do want. And I don't care if I'm sitting at home with one freaking person or if I'm at like a Super Bowl party, but I don't want to be at a bar. I just want to eat the food that is synonymous. That's the food that doesn't deliver well. None of that food delivers well, and I really wish it did. Oh well, that's so funny because Paige is always making fun of how foods don't don't you know deliver past like a certain time. See, because here, man, you just you know roll up to the you roll up to the uh, grocery store, and then you're like seven layer dip. I want some shrimp here. I'm gonna get some wings here from from this bar, and that's so easy to do here in Charleston, Craig. It's so easy. Like you walk in, there's like a whole freaking section for, you know, Super Bowl, like seven layer dip, this, that, this, and the other boom, done out and in New York. You have to order it all. And yeah, I think you go, you had mentioned Whitney's earlier. I think you go, I think that's a perfect spot is Whitney's right. finale shack. Um, I don't know what he actually named it, but 
Are you kidding me? You have a private bar to go yeah. sit in with a big screen TV and it's actually a bar setup, which me and you love. Yeah. I'm sure the only that reason the only reason that we ever leave, by the way. So so I've gone over there to watch, you know, the playoff games and such. And the only reason that we left is because he doesn't have food there, right? So it's like, you know, obviously there isn't like a kitchen. So if we bring over, you know, wings or like, you know, some dips and stuff, then then yes, you're right. It's perfect. I mean, he literally has a freaking kegerator now, man. Like his taps are working. Well, and you can um, like open some of that champagne. He's got like commercial wine fridges in there. Yeah. Yep. Wait, he, who, who, what, do they not have a, sh like, okay, this sounds silly, but could. I figured they, he would have a chef just cook for you. Yeah. Guys. I mean, they could, I mean, I'll, I'll actually text him be like, Hey, why don't you, uh, you know, maybe we ordered like some fried chickens from Leon's or something. Shit, that sounds good. Or we just get like a bunch of wings from I mean, home team. I mean, something like that. Because I don't think that we need like a chef or anything. You know, it, it's just wings, dips. And honestly, I'm good. Like that, that would make me happy as hell. He just bought a bottle of Louis Trey, Craig. You know what Louis Trey is? You know, that big, you know, gaudy crystal bottle that's at the, you know, top of like a bunch of like, Chop chop houses Louis and the you know nicer bald yeah yeah how much does that cost? I think he said that he bought it at auction for like forty five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Well, you I was like, yeah. I'm looking oh, at really? it right now. You can get yep. it online for forty four hundred. Yeah, I think I think that he really bit on it, right because I was over there last time and I was like Whitney because when we always joke about it because him and I were at a bar one time and this guy um actually no, it's the cognac. The you get a guy fifty milliliter who, for eight hundred. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they sell it for like you know four four hundred bucks an ounce, right? And like a typical drink is like you know two ounces or something. So you know you're looking at like an eight hundred dollar pour. The thing is, is that when you finish the bottle, so the bottle is crystal, and I'm pretty sure that you know you can resell it online for like six, seven fucking hundred bucks. So when you finish the bottle, they let you take it. So like if you get that last shot, but you run the risk, right? Because when the bottle is kind of deeper than it looks, so you're sitting there and you're like, I think that's the last shot. And then you realize that it's not the last shot. And then you just spend eight, $800 on a pour and you don't get that. You don't get that bottle as a reward. That's funny. Um, what happens so, if the restaurant doesn't do that? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Cause I don't think that like, I think it's like a known thing. Like if you're like if you're carrying it, that, then you know, then you know, and you're supposed to give it to the person with the accompanying, I mean, carrying case to the person that finished the bottle. So, so he just got a bottle of that force. He he has become a like collector of you know liquors. I mean, when I go to that bar now, every time that I go, I'm like, what's that? And what's that? And what's that? And so when I went last time, I was like, where's the Louis Trey? And he was like, you know what? Damn it. You're right. And I need it. And I was like, Whitney, you're going to get drunk or something and let the wrong people drink it and just be pissed that your bottle's gone in like a month. And he was like, have Hell you tried no. some cool stuff? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, he always has, he always has some good stuff. I mean, I haven't had the Louis, but if if I go there for the Super Bowl, you bet your ass I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some of that Louis. I'm gonna have like a little taste of it at least. Thirteen thousand for the one point seven five liter. Yes, Th thirteen thousand dollars, man. These bars pay 
buy it, you know, and then they sell it by the time it's finished for like, you know, $25,000. You want to make sure you have, like if someone comes in and asks for it, like you better have it. Cause you're like, damn, that's some money I could have just made and I don't have it, but probably only go through. Uh, actually, I was about to say, I bet you only go through thing. one a year, but yeah, I want to hear some restaurants out there. If you're like, dude, we actually clear like a decent amount of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not worth it. Right. Unless you actually run just like a high, like a high end restaurant, I'd say, you know, because I am not going into just your run of the mill bar. I mean, I would go into a bar that has a great whiskey selection and I, and I would order, you know, Pappy maybe, I mean, once in a blue moon, right. You know, cause Pappy, they could be like, oh yeah, you know, 80 bucks, like an ounce or something. But the Louis is so expensive, like an ounce that, you know, there's no way that I'm just casually ordering that. There's no way unless it is like a celebration meal because Craig and I just signed a Spotify deal for $250 million, like Joe Rogan. Then I'm, then I'm, you know, ordering up some Louis tray. Other than that, I will drink Whitney's. Yeah, tell him I want to visit soon. Yeah, I mean, if you were in town, then then I'd say that you'd be coming over, or maybe we'd be going to your to your backyard. Who knows? Yeah, depending. All right, man. On who weather. do you have winning the Super Bowl? How about that? I'm not. I'm just not going to root for the Chiefs, but I think they'll win. It's tough if we're thinking conspiracy theories who the NFL wants to win more. Obviously, the revenue is all, yeah, but the revenue is already there because Taylor Swift is in the Super Bowl. Like, I I don't think that they make more from the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Like, she's already there. It's, it's the trickle. So, like, then they'd have her pictures like on the field celebrating and maybe at the parade, you know, maybe like. Mm like their fans all of a sudden you have the Taylor Swift fans being like, we won this Super Bowl and buying like all of the merch. But yeah, you're right. They already have the, they the already benefit. have it. You know, I mean, for two weeks, you know, just leading up and everyone like us is just talking about it and this, that, and the other, I have a question. I have a question because my sister is an ultimate Swifty. You know, she knows every single lyric to every single song. And when she went to the concert, she knew, like I'm sure a lot of the women that are sitting here listening are like, me too. I know everything. I can sing every word to the to the to the ten minute version of Taylor's version. And um I mean, so if you're such like a diehard fan, right? And this is something that I asked my sister, I'm like, you are one of like a billion, right? So like you aren't like any more special than every other fan who's just as like obsessed with Taylor Swift, you know, this isn't like a niche, you know, cool, cool thing anymore. It's like a fifth of the population is like a diehard fucking Taylor Swift fan. So like, you know, I mean, do people are so anxious to be like, oh my God, well, I listened to her, you know, prior, you know, to her being famous and not just her, you know, that applies to like a lot of things like, oh my gosh, I listened to so-and-so band before they got big. Like if you're a, a Taylor Swift fan, you know, congratulations. So is the entire world. Yeah, no, people always say that. Well, I listened to them before they were on the... Right, and, like, there's no doing that with Taylor Swift anymore. So, like, do you feel special? You know, do some people feel like, oh, man, well, like, I loved her, and then she just... 
Well, I, for is. one, am not going to go after the Swifties. But if you would read. I'm not going after the Swifties. I'm just That's curious. what killed rock and roll, Alex. But if or you want to read. Alex. How... <laughs> Don't know Nick, where. You're fired. <laughs> Don't know. I literally got an argument with one of my buddies about this. That's named Alex is why. If you want to read why some people think she got famous, you can find it on Google. And it has to do with the CIA PSYOP program that they introduced in 2019 that just got <laughs> the internet. Put on your tinfoil helmet, y'all. Wait, but she was famous before 2019. I know, but mega famous. And I just said some people out there <laughs> have a theory to, because Austin just said a fifth of the people in the world are fans of her. And I said, well, there's a theory behind that. I mean, um, I only made up that number because of what we talked about last week, where it said, where you know, we said that like a fifth of the voters could be persuaded by by you know who you know Taylor uh, endorses. So, so I just kind of made it up from from there. That yeah, like that's why the they were like, basically in our tinfoil corner this week. They say that the CIA was like, "How about we take someone as popular as Taylor Swift and turn her into an asset?" And basically, if we pump money behind her and make her super famous, then anything that she, you know, endorses, we can like have power with or something crazy. It's a ridiculous thing that is exists on the internet right now. Do you think that Taylor Swift can freaking wield the gat, Craig? No. No. Okay. I think it'd be cool if she could. I mean, and if I, she's CIA trained, if she's part of the CIA, then uh, they probably I didn't trained say her. She's um, an operative. I said she maybe she asset. is. That'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. It's like spies like us. I would tell you this: after shooting a handgun, you'll be a lot more appreciative of the people in the shows and movies that you watch that take those some of those like uh, precise right. close quarters combat shots. Right, and then you're like, oh man, headshot, headshot, headshot. You're like. Three shots, three headshots. Um, okay. Now the long gun, I'm good with. What is that? Also, mean? intruder. Like rifle style gun. Yeah, like a shotgun or a rifle. Okay. I suck at shooting all guns, dude. I mean, we've done it on the show a few times. And I, I well, when I went uh, pheasant hunting, I actually had a pretty good shot. Certainly caught Chelsea's eye, but uh, I actually suck at shooting guns. So what, Nick? What do you mean by did you shoot traps or clays? No skeet or trap. So skeet, it goes across you. Trap, you shoot. It shoots away from you. The style of skeet shooting that I was doing. Yeah, it's, I was just curious if you guys are shooting trap or skeet. The one that goes out from you. That'd be trap. Okay, I'm just curious. Skeet's skeet. a lot harder. It would have been what side to side. Yeah. Yeah, not you're kind of right because some I would let go to the right and they were harder to hit than just down the barrel. I mean, it shot diagonal, but yeah. I guess you're right. It's still in front of you. I should have practiced uh, left or right, actually. it's uh, I love shooting shotguns. That was probably my favorite to shoot, personally. Do you have a shotgun? No. I do not. Come find out. Anybody. No. <laughs> Show me your shotgun. Come find out. All right, besties. Thanks for hanging with us. The next episode, we will have our Super Bowl predictions on all the prop bets. Check out DraftKings for all of your needs there. Um, Let's I can, make some awesome prop bets. Well, on, we got to take over under one. on the um, 
on the national anthem. And we have to take over under on how many times that they show, you know, Taylor Swift, like they're talking about what coin sort flip. of, you know, outfit that she's going to wear, the coin flip, tails, freaking Gatorade bath. Okay. Well, we'll do all this on yeah, we'll, Thursday. Yeah. Teasing it. Um, check out all of our Instagrams, eat at carriage house in New York, followed by the way in Charleston. We just got a nice note about that in our email at the boys. They said it was delicious. Oh, all right. nice. Carriage house. Heck yeah. They said it was very good. Oh, by the way, he's coming, folks, this summer. Um, shop at SewingDownSouth.com. We just got all of our merch back in stock, all shapes, sizes, and colors. Austin's beers spreading across the southeast. Nick's fireplaces are keeping people warm outside in a stylish, fashionable way. They are called... You're so stylish and fashionable. HawkeyeOutdoorLiving.com. HawkeyeOutdoorLiving. Okay, folks, we love you besties. Thanks for being with us, and have a great rest of your day. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.